Okay, so we're getting started. Welcome everybody. Uh, it's our weekly real estate investing hot trends. So uh, we're gonna get started. We're gonna talk about uh, managing properties during the pandemic. Um, I'm your host. I, uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Real Estate IQ. And uh, I would say that over the years, you know, had a lot of practice in kind of system, um, I would say business operations, you know, systemization, you know, had a lot of practice in that. Um, and uh, along the way, we also acquire a lot of other kind of uh, uh, expertise, you know, just based on what we do. I also want to introduce uh, Shirley uh, now. Uh, she's our researcher, you know, she's spending time every week to look at a really, really hot topic uh, that's happening in the real estate investment uh, community. We're going to be uh, learning it together. I thought it's a really cool thing. And Shirley, thank you so much for learning and presenting all this to us. Welcome. Uh, Shirley, you want to share one fun fact about yourself? One fun fact. There are a lot. But I like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk more later. Sure, I have um, six cats. I absolutely love cats. Wow. Oh, six cats. That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, the people that, um, that uh, do animals, they tend to have uh, a lot of um, uh, compassion. And I've, I've been seeing, uh, 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 so Shirley just joined us about uh, less than three months ago. And I think, uh, you know, she's doing such a good job. She's presenting for us. Um, and uh, I've been all kind of following Shirley's social media. There's a lot of compassion. So I think that's very cool. Uh, we also, yeah, uh, and we also uh, have um, uh, our special guest today. We have uh, Mr. Brian Hughes from RentWorks. He's the director of sales and marketing. Um, he has a lot of expertise in managing rental properties, you know, sales and marketing and social media. Uh, I was actually just asking Brian some questions uh, to learn from him. Um, and a couple of things about RentWorks is that um, they manage over a thousand properties in Austin and San Antonio. Um, and they just uh, was recently selected as uh, the fastest growing companies in Inc. 500, Inc. 5000. So I think that's fantastic. Man, I want that PR. I want to do the thing. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get started. We're going to do a quick introduction. And um, uh, then we'll start diving right into the topic. Uh, and what's really cool is that uh, we started experimenting with online networking. Uh, so uh, we're gonna, you know, we're here in the pandemic, like, you know, we're just at home. So I think we wanna take this opportunity where we can still make some uh, meaningful connections offline uh, because it's whatever that we're doing. Look, everybody else is stopped, right? Nobody's doing work. Some people are just, at home playing Animal Crossing, right? We're here because we want to advance. So the more preparation you do during this downtime, uh, the more uh, well-positioned you're gonna be. And actually that goes right straight into uh, our vision is that, you know, everything in life is about positioning. You know, if the wave comes, you know, you're on top of the wave, whoop, you can just ride the wave. You don't need to work the hard. So it's about uh, figuring out what, you know, the hot trends are right and you just kind of set yourself up to take full advantage so to uh to share some example uh, is that you know I'm, I'm using this opportunity to learn too um one thing 
uh, that we did uh, recently is doing a uh, working from home best practices. Uh, and because we talked about, you know, it just brought into my consciousness. So look, you know, I used to have a very bad uh, background and I keep um, just putting off. Uh, but now uh, after you bring it to the consciousness, it's like, oh, I guess I have to do it. So uh, we spend a weekend and we make sure we have a good background. Um, so uh, so that's very cool. You know, we, uh, I'll show all the previous uh, topics that we talked about too. And uh, uh, please make sure you guys take advantage of all those our learnings. Um, I think I think that it's really cool. Um, okay, so here uh, nurture uh, online networking. You know, as I said, um, everything uh, in life is about our network, and so you make the connection here, uh, and you can also um, uh, make a closer connection. Um, you know, let's take this time to build our network. Your network is your net worth. Uh, uh, previous topics. Oh, look. So we have uh, the first one uh, kind of kicked us off. We were thinking, hey, you know, this big change is coming. This big change of the coronavirus as a pandemic is going to introduce a lot of ripple effects in the world. And there's all these ripple effects that are these waves, right? So if we can catch all these waves, it's fantastic. So we use that uh, to kind of kick that off. Uh, and then we talk about work from home, online networking. So we're using some of the uh, things that uh, that we learned to start moderating online networking. Um, dummies uh, guy on Zoom. You know, we're using Zoom right now. Um, and then talk about mental health. And that's why, you know, Shirley and I were just talking about, hey, you know, talking about compassion. Uh, so, okay, anyway, we share some books and stuff. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Hope you guys like these topics. Uh, so who are we? We're a technology and data company. Okay, and uh, over the years, we have put together a lot of automated systems. Um, and initially, we kind of built it for real estate investors to use. Uh, and we have a, a lot of best-selling products there. Uh, then we realized, hey, you know, we're here. We're part of the real estate investment community. We kind of want to, you know, start all the systems that we have done. You know, we're, we're experts in creating systems. Uh, so with all these systems, we can share those. So while, you know, we've kind of focused a lot in the uh, real estate investor, investors, we already have a lot of products. Uh, we're also very open to share some of these systems that we're beta, we're beta, uh, we're doing beta uh, testing on. Um, and so we can kind of create a lot of um, a movement and really take advantage of this trend together. Um, and, you know, I can elaborate, but. Let's, um, I guess, let's keep moving. I just want to kind of share with you a little bit of uh, what, we are, what we have been thinking. Um, our mission is to empower everybody's journey to freedom and success. So we do a lot of surveys. Uh, and one of the main three things that people care about in our real estate investment community uh, is that uh, it's about freedom and success and legacy. Those are the top three. Um, it's because we are all value you know that's the reason i'm in this industry is that we value freedom and we value success and we value about leaving something long term and uh, uh in terms of legacy uh so because we are we're so uh, i guess like-minded in that uh in that uh mindset we want to create a lot of these technology and systems for everybody um and uh uh, a little bit about the kind of the culture that we're growing. You know, we have over 100, 100 employees uh, uh, with the company um, and culture is very important. And, you know, we realize, you know, the, uh, as real estate 
investing as a community. We also want to have a really good culture. You know, if we have a lot of like-minded people doing business together, I think uh, uh, as a community, we can grow. So I really, I'm a big, strong believer of culture. Uh, so first one is uh, growth-oriented. It's the reason we are here, all here right now. We want to grow, we want to self-improve, we want to be better than we were yesterday. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, growth also creates a mindset of abundance. You know, when you're very growth-minded, you're, you're always looking to grow. Um, you will also uh, uh, have the, uh, a mindset to give, to share. And the more you give and share, the more successful you become. Like, it's like karma. So we want to kind of sh uh, share, share the reason that we want to also kind of have this, um, uh, these core values. Uh, the champion mindset. Uh, and again, two layers of meaning. Number one is uh, about achieving. Uh, you know, uh, right? We want, to be, we want to be better than we were yesterday. We want to keep winning. Oh, okay, I want to share this. Um, I was at a startup event and, um, uh, you know, they got it together, man. They set up this ecosystem. We're learning a lot about from them how to set up a very nice ecosystem. Um, and uh, they said that, you know, when you're running a business, it's like playing sports. It's our way of playing sports. But instead of using our muscles, right, we're using our mind. It's our game. And so uh, the, uh, there's, uh, you know, strong athletes and there are weaker athletes. And you can just, you know, Michael Jordan, uh, <laughs> I have to share this too, so sorry. Michael Jordan uh, I just saw a documentary about him. He wasn't that good uh, in high school uh, and college. You know, like the, the way they're talking about him is that he, so the most important thing about him is that he keeps improving. Like he has this like big a winner mindset and he just like wouldn't quit. And if you keep practicing, you're gonna keep, if you practice the most, you're going to be the best. Um, and then the other layer is uh, collaboration. So um, another book uh, that I read is called Sapiens uh, recently uh, that talks about the reason humans are, um, what, do we, what do we call it? The apex uh, predator. Uh, you know, we, we're ruling earth right now, right? We don't need to be aware, you know, we are the, we're the top of the world. Um, and the reason we're able to do that is not because we have sharper teeth, or, or here, sharper teeth or uh, a bigger claws. It's because of our collaboration skills. You know, of, of course, it's about brain, but the main thing is collaboration. So if we have a lot of teamwork, strong collaboration as a community, we're going to grow a lot together. You know, the way I see it, we can be, we should be thriving. And this is the opportunity. This wave coming, man, we're so well positioned. You know, we're very excited about uh, the future. And that's why we're very um, we wanted to uh, bring on Brian here to really share his knowledge. Okay, last but not least is uh, integrity. So it's about uh, ethics, right? And it's also about long-term minded. You need to have a long-term mindset, always make win-win deals so that you have a long-term relationship. Only those are the ones that uh, will have staying power and they're going to be uh, thriving. So very important, integrity. A uh, couple of work-from-home systems that we have for real estate investors, uh, you know, analyze comms. So, you know, uh, you know, before you buy a property, you know if it's a good deal or not, and you know what kind of rent you're getting, you know, all that stuff. 
uh, deal finding. So it goes in and we do a lot of data mining. We find tons and tons and tons of motivated sellers. And uh, we name ourselves, we put our branding as number one in deal finding because we find the most motivated sellers. Um, and uh, different kinds, so you have access to all that. Uh, and then number three is uh, the premium. So, you know, nowadays, um, I think there are still people doing door knocking, but not as much. You know, I, I've seen people putting on masks and, uh, and door knock and they have to uh, close deals. Uh, right now, you know, hey, this is the opportunity and yeah, I keep, keep moving. Um, and so uh, a lot of folks are now very interested in uh, investing more in their marketing. So get skip trace, so you don't have to go uh, you can still do a lot of work at home. You can do all, all that setup. Um, and then we also have uh, phone numbers. So you can do all kinds of uh, marketing uh, remotely. So we are seeing a big increase in our demand for premium. Uh, book club, I wanna invite everybody to the book club. Uh, please join us uh, every Friday. We're, and we're gonna be doing more book clubs. I think we can have people that, you know, we have a successful habits book club. So we just talk about successful habits. It could be other themes. It could be a sales book club. It could be a marketing book club. It could be a rental uh, property book club. We're trying to convince uh, Brian to start one. Uh, and then uh, he can also uh, uh, lead a group and kind of share a lot of his knowledge here. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna zoom through this. I have uh, spoken enough. Uh, motivate sellers, we track a lot of key metrics. So uh, the first thing is motivate sellers. Uh, the second thing is uh, the number of events that we do. Uh, we are now doing more and more and more webinars. One of the key uh, uh, pivot that we did uh, for this uh, pandemic is, you know, we used to have to do a lot of uh, physical events, but now, you know, nobody goes to events and we lost a lot of that uh, lead generation uh, power. You know, it's a, a big part of our marketing is to teach um, and also share. Uh, and so um, we decided to move all that to uh, webinars. Um, and uh, we did it in March. And uh, I think we only did it for two weeks and we were able to get a thousand RSVPs. Um, so we're kind of moving. Um, and, you know, again, it's about position. Uh, total number of attendees. We also have uh, 6,000 community members. Um, I think that's very important. That, I think that's why we feel that we are a big part of the community is uh, we want to, you know, utilize this and, and uh, let's grow together. I think we can be, um, uh, as a community, I think we can be thriving. We should be thriving. All right. Thank you for, uh, for listening. I think I took much longer, uh, but I, I, I wanted to uh, kind of share a little bit of... Um, of what we have in mind. Um, and I want to uh, introduce uh, Shirley now. I'm gonna let you drive and uh, let's learn about learn from Shirley. All right, thank you, Steve. And I believe we have a question as well from Yolande. If a person is part of our team, are you able to answer that, okay. Steve? Uh, uh, yes, uh, Yolanda, thank you for the question. Uh, if a person is part of your team, uh, you help with these marketing practices. Uh, could you, okay, I'm, I'm not quite understanding what that means. Okay, or maybe we can ask later during the networking portion. Okay, yeah, Answer let's do that. Uh, and we'll, we'll have, uh, have you clarify. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Okay, let me just quickly show the, our uh, 
guest speaker for today. So let's welcome Brian Hughes. He's the director of uh, sales and marketing for Rentwork, Rentworks Property Management. So he's an expert basically <laughs> for our topic today. Thanks so much. And uh, he yeah. knows all about rental property, sales and marketing, and uh, social media marketing. Thank you for having me. And growing a beard, you can tell from that picture. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I believe this topic today, you know, we, we all can relate to uh, in one way or another during this uh, time. And first off, I would like to know um, what do you consider yourself to be? A landlord, tenant, homeowner, mortgager? So we should fall under one of these categories. And I'll just, you can, uh, there should be a poll showing up, which you can answer. And during this time, of course, a lot of people are uh, concerned about what's gonna happen. Like if they are a landlord, if they're currently um, renting, and what will happen to their, you know, mortgage payments. All right, so do we have everyone already, uh, do we have the answers already? Okay, yeah, majority of us are homeowners like me. And so we'll have the answers to some of your questions, hopefully answered uh, today during the webinar, okay. So as per statistics, uh, one third of American renters uh, have default in their rents just this April 2020. Uh, details of this um, survey will be shown in a while, but so imagine it, that number is a big um, uh, is a big chunk, and so if tenants are not able to pay their rent, the landlords won't be able to pay the mortgage then you know it would have a domino effect right to banks and other financial institutions so even if the landlords have to put off their mortgage payments uh, the mortgage payment would never go away so it makes the situation difficult for everyone involved and so uh, we'd like to address uh, the issues today from different kinds of perspective from landlords, uh, what can they do, right? And later on, we'll tackle about the tenants and homeowners. So first off, landlords definitely needs to follow the local and federal mandates. And so we do have the CARES Act and that's Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act that was passed and it's a rule for landlords, of course, to follow that they have to put in effect moratorium through July 24 of this year. So it prohibits a landlord from not only filing evictions for non-payment of rent or other amounts like late fees, uh, penalties, or other charges. So under this act, so the tenants are protected in that way another thing is that there are state tenant protections so i'm not sure for texas but 
for different kind of states, there are suspension of evictions and foreclosures for residents affected by the coronavirus. Oh, uh, this is actually for what I got from the Texas website. So for those who are part of the Texas Department of Housing and Community Affairs programs, and that includes the bootstrap loan program, homebuyer assistance program, and homebuyer rehabilitation assistance program. So even if your property doesn't fall under the CARES Act, your local city or state may have a moratorium on eviction filings. So it's really important to understand what's going on locally and for how long, since details do vary um, state to state. And so, Brian, how are things going with Texas? Do you, you think this is me? Yeah, uh, well, as far as the laws go, Texas has definitely, uh, you know, not been as, as stringent as some other states, California, New York, and, and, and others. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, definitely, like you mentioned, the moratorium on evictions. And that doesn't mean that you can't, uh, you can still file the eviction. It's just not going to be heard until after the moratorium is up. Uh, so you do want to be, if, you, if your tenant is not paying rent and they're past the, the due date, um, you want to make sure you're still documenting that even though you can't you know, actually evict them yet, uh, but it is important to document and make sure that you, you have that in, in, in line whenever right. the time does come. Exactly. So we're hoping that it's only going to be till July. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, uh, empathy is big, as Steve said. So I got this um, Twitter uh, screenshot from uh, CNBC about a um, tenant emailing their landlord they won't be able to pay rent and so uh, the best thing is to actually be in communication you know with the landlord and that as landlords of course the way that you respond to this situation is very vital as we don't really just you know um, conduct business but we want to have relationships with uh, with our tenants as well so as you can see here the reply is so much overwhelming that he had to tweet it and he they came up with options together so I think this is very important to you know to show empathy uh, to all since we are all in this together yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. As I say, on the opposite side of the spectrum, there's plenty of stories and, and posts just like this out there of landlords saying, don't care, pay your rent. And, you know, the backlash that they're getting from that. Uh, I know of a, another company owner uh, in another state who uh, posted or sent an email with the video to his tenants, letting them know, hey, we just want to let you know, rent still due. Here are some resources for you. If you can't pay rent, there's some, you know, charities and other things out there that can help you. Uh, and he got a ton of backlash for that. Uh, so even something that was intended to be empathetic, uh, it just came off kind of the wrong way. So if you are going to be sending out a mass communication to tenants, or, or even if you just have a couple of them and you want to send them an email or a text, run it by someone else first, because it might sound fine to you and your communication style, uh, but have one or two other people look at it to make sure that you're you're coming off the way that you want to. Yeah, I would imagine the backlash on that. Yeah, with that yeah. kind of, although from a landlord's perspective, of course, we do have that uh, compassion. How would you uh, balance that compassion with your tenants while ensuring your business stays afloat during this time? Sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the important thing is just to be upfront and be proactive. Uh, if a tenant is, you know, saying I'm not going to be able to pay rent, it, it also it has how you handle that situation depends on how communicative uh, they're being. You know, if they don't call you until five days after rent is due, uh, and then say, oh, by the way, I couldn't pay rent. Uh, you know, that's it makes it harder for you to be lenient because you know you're getting such a short notice. Um, but I would, you know, best advice is be proactive, get on the phone with your tenants. Uh, and, and, and I specifically said get on the phone with them because, uh, you know, sometimes an email or a text cannot come off the way that you, you want it to. Uh, but once you do decide, you know, a plan over the phone, then you got to get it in writing and make sure that, that both parties have that. Um, so, yeah, be proactive, stay in communication and get everything in writing. Exactly, be proactive. Mm -hmm. So, um, another thing is to know your options as a landlord. So, of course, if you have your own mortgage, you can talk to your lenders, whether it's a bank or servicer. So, um, this will also be discussed um, later regarding the the options for mortgages. And... uh, for the unemployment benefits, so there are a lot of um, options we have now, especially landlords are also, some of the landlords are also real estate agents. So you can actually look into like getting um, uh, unemployment benefits, like um, there's medical uh, benefits that I believe you can um Enroll example if you are also sick or you're taking care of a sick family member so mm. you can also apply for those kind of benefits so what do you know about that one yeah i mean there are a ton of benefits you can apply for and, and of course you know most people have gotten uh, a lot of people anyway have gotten their stimulus checks so uh you know that's that's helping with this a little um you know so yeah as, as far as benefits there's a lot of different uh you know, charities and other uh, organizations that are, are out there to help. But in reality, there's not nearly enough stimulus or money coming out to, you know, to really stop, you know, the effects that are coming on the real estate market and, and you know, the economy in general. So, yeah, there's stuff out there to help. But from what I'm seeing, there's not, not nearly enough. Right. Although I think the gist of this one is that to be resort as resourceful as you can in order to know what are the you know the most options available. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you can have uh and yeah, take, take oh, more sorry. time to do more research, you know, this yes. is the starting point. That's right. And lastly, don't try to evict your tenants, of course. Um this one option, cash for keys, although of course, you know, being on that empathy side, we don't also want to offer cash, you know, in exchange for them leaving, but it's just one of the available options you have, but uh, we need to seek advice legally so that we know, you know, that we got everything covered. And what can you say about, uh, you know, about how, what if, you know, even before this pandemic, tenants are already passed due and they can't they, they know they can't be legally removed through eviction mm-hmm. yeah if they are you know have already had issues paying the rent late and they, it's been a problem before you know corona started to, to take effect um you know that's a separate issue that would be something that 
that's probably a tenant that you're going to need to evict regardless of what had happened. Uh, but for some of those tenants who are just now starting, you know, maybe they lost their job, their hours were cut, they, uh, you know, got a pay cut, whatever it is. Um, you know, those types of folks, they may only be paying rent late or partial payments because of, of the crisis that's going on. And as soon as they get their job back, as soon as they get their hours back or whatever it is, you know, they're going to be able to pay the rent consistently like they had been. Uh, so something that you, you probably don't want to do right now is, is for those people who, who can only pay a portion of the rent, who are paying late because of a lost job or something like that, I would not recommend evicting them, you know, on July 25th when this moratorium is up which you legally could do, uh, but I, I certainly wouldn't recommend that because for several reasons, there's gonna be a ton of evictions that are gonna be flooding the courthouse uh, come, come the end of July. Uh, they're gonna be backed up, no doubt. Uh, you know, no matter where you're at, uh, evictions are gonna take longer to actually process and get through. Uh, you know, then you gotta wait for the constable to come out there. Uh, so you know, that process could take, you know, typically it takes a few weeks. This could take months, maybe you know, several months. So if you're gonna be attempting to evict someone, uh, you could be in for a long wait. Uh, the better option, in my opinion, is to get a payment plan together with your current tenant, uh, you know, be proactive, get it in writing, and, and that way when the, uh, you know, you, you still have a tenant in place and you don't have to uh, be searching for your, your next tenant while, you know, while all this is going on. I think we lost Shirley, but I'm sure she's coming back. Uh, while we're waiting for Shirley, kind of on that same note, talking about uh, what's going on, what will happen when all these evictions are going on. So, you know, if you do evict a tenant, you end up, <clears throat> you're in a spot where there's other, there's a ton of tenants being evicted currently. Uh, you know, people are, are searching for, uh, tenants are being evicted, which disqualifies them as a good tenant. Uh, people are searching for tenants. So uh, multiple factors would kind of slow down the leasing process. Oh, okay. So um, let me let me kind of fill in the gap here a little bit. Uh, sure. Another thing I want to kind of share from a, a business standpoint: mm. you, if you think about owning properties, it's just a cash flowing business, right? Mm. Um, and so if you um, this is uh, what we have learned: um, the if you have really good customers and they stay up for a long time and they are your favorite clients, you want to keep them. You know, uh, this is a recurring business. Right, every month you get paid. So if you have really good clients, you want to do everything you can to keep the client because customer service is key when it comes to a recurring business, recurring revenue business. Sure. Um, yeah. It, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, if you do have one of those those good tenants, it's it's always cheaper to to keep a tenant and to get them renewed in there. Uh, something that that kind of just came to mind, a uh, slightly off topic, but. Uh, the uh, Shirley had mentioned earlier in, in the pre presentation that a third of tenants hadn't paid rent, and that is that's pretty that's surprising me. At, at, at RentWorks, we've collected ninety five percent of the rents in April, and I know from uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know from other property managers across the U.S. They're they're in a, a similar situation. They're in you know collecting eighty to ninety five plus percent of rent. Um, and, you know, kind of hearing those two statistics next to each other leads me to believe that, uh, and I know this, a lot of self-managing landlords don't take, uh, don't take tenant screening as seriously as they should. And now they're starting to really see, it's starting to hurt them. Uh, so kind of an aside, make sure you're taking your tenant screening seriously because you never know when a situation like this might come up. 
I think, uh, you know, this is the time where things get gets a little bit touchy. You know, there's a lot of legal uh, stuff involved. Um, you, you need to consult a professional at the very least. Um, sure. And I think uh, this kind of touchy uh, uh, area, I think it might be, uh, sometimes it's better to uh, work through somebody who already knows what they're doing. Come on. Sure. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Steve, could you continue sharing your screen? Still, oh, okay. load, still loading on mine. Okay, sure. Okay. So let's, uh, let's oh, no, I lost. <laughs> Sorry, it's just loading on my end. Uh, okay, so I think I think it's just very important uh, uh, in general to um, uh, just make sure you build your margin in there and hire professionals. I think that's the that's the key. Um, then you don't have to worry about it. Uh, but if you do try to you do want to uh, manage it yourself, you know I think uh, there's always uh, resources for you to learn too, which is what uh, this is for. Um, and I think uh, you know we've been talking with Brian about maybe creating like a webinar. Uh, yeah. series uh, for everybody and we can all learn uh, if you guys are interested please engage with us that's the most important thing I think if you have questions uh, use please use the uh, chat window I apologize I didn't understand the previous one but we'll get clarification later uh, I want to encourage everyone to engage with us because when you ask questions is where you learn the most uh, Absolutely. and get more involved like please uh, you know we want to create a really good um, uh, community where we're all learning, we're all growing, and then we uh, uh, we make more money together. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Okay. So okay. this is yeah. Go uh, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, uh, Shirley. I'll draw. Uh, you you talk. I'll draw. So that's just the uh, breakdown of the statistics I was um, telling earlier. So as you can see, uh, last. This is actually April 2019. Only 18% was unable to pay the rent. But uh, as of March of last month, or this year, March, it went up to uh, 19%. And just this April, it became um, 31%. So that's one third of US who's unable to pay the rent. And this is uh, the report by National um, Multifamily Housing Council. And uh, so we're going to go to the next slide. That's the uh, tenants. And so what are the financial options available, right? As uh, so we discussed earlier, CARES uh, is able to give financial assistance uh, to Americans. So that's 1,000, you know, the stimulus checks, 1,200 and uh, $2,400 for married couples. Uh, unemployment program provides $250 billion for um, the unemployment insurance program. That's around $600 per week for four months. And payroll um, taxes are also, they are um, delayed. They don't have to pay uh, taxes until 2021. 2022. So there, if you've lost, uh, if you've lost your job or unable to work, then that's, uh, that's the FMLA leave I was uh, talking about earlier. So it's like uh, filed as a medical leave benefit. And you can um, check your eligibility for that. Yeah, as, as far as a rental property goes with tenants as well, it, you know, in regards to financial relief, really, best advice would be to get in contact with your landlord as quickly as possible if you're you're worried that you're not going to be able to make t uh, make payments 
uh, the sooner you can communicate that, the more likely that they're going to be able to offer you some sort of program or some sort of relief uh, or, or just, you know, set something up. So if there are any tenants on here, if you know a tenant and they're not going to be able to make rent, uh, make sure you, you have them get in touch with their landlord sooner rather than later, because ultimately that's going to be a big deciding factor. Yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, uh, a comment here for the attendance is that, you know, I think uh, this is, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm looking at everything from a business standpoint uh, is that, man, your landlord is your kind of housing partner. You know, you want to have very good communication with them so you can uh, work things out together. You know, if you have been paying consistently, you, know, you have been a good uh, tenant, landlords don't want to lose you. So uh, I think it's always, uh, at the end of the day, it's a relationship uh, kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know, manage your relationships. Yeah. Transparency. And I'm sure uh, they're most likely to really, you know, uh, let you work together. Mm. And uh, that's it. Uh, let's go to the next slide. Sure. For homeowners, uh, mortgagers so there are different options that are given by bank it depends on the bank actually but generally um, there's a, of course foreclosure moratorium forbearance and loan modifications so it's just actually um, the need to have um, specific guidelines on what they're actually how they can you know avail of these for example um, if they're given a 90 day deferment on their on the loans for forbearance then does that mean that the deferred payment will be then paid in a lump sum after three months or will that be added to the end of the loan so things like that are not very clear to homeowners that's why they think that if they're going to get a forbearance it will actually um, it will put them further into debt. You know, after this uh, period, they won't be on their feet yet. So they most likely wanted to have it deferred to the end of their loan, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's I'm sure what most homeowners and mortgages are, are hoping for is to have it deferred to the end of the loan. But that's not necessarily always the case. Uh, and I, I saw recently another uh, property manager who had one of their own properties, and they were looking through the paperwork for the loan deferment. And there's a paragraph in there that essentially says that they don't have the, the rights to the property, that the bank can at any time uh, deny them the right to sell the property uh, and, and essentially has control over what they're able to do and not do. So even if you, if you are getting into deferment and everything sounds great, uh, read through those, those agreements really closely because, you know, at least in that case, there is some, uh, some stuff in there that you, you wouldn't necessarily expect. So, uh, Brian, what do you think is the best advice you can give to, you know, homeowners while waiting for you know, financial assistance? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the best advice, first, call your bank, of course. Uh, you know, find out what your options are. Uh, really understand exactly, you know, if you are getting a forbearance or any other type of assistance, find out exactly what the terms are and understand that clearly. And if you don't understand it clearly, go to, you know, go to a professional, go to someone who does and can help you get through this. Uh, and, you know, beyond that, this is kind of a, you know, uh, 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 something that would have been nice, you know, months ago, but in any case, having a few mortgage payments saved up and ready 
in case of a, any type of crisis is, is always a good idea. So if you, you miss the boat on that this time, you know, make that a priority to get a few mortgage payments saved up uh, because in, in reality, these, this pandemic like this, it's probably gonna happen again. Uh, so better to be prepared for it now than you know, be kicking yourself twice down the road. Emergency funds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I have to share a little bit of my learning there. You know, like there's all these shows on Netflix talking about pandemic, right? We have yeah. been talking about pandemic and how likely it is uh, for a long time. And so I think, I think, Brian, you're absolutely right. It's just about being prepared. Like now we have had a dry run. We know how bad it is. <laughs> so let's be very well prepared. Like this, I hope this is the worst case, right? It may not get better or get worse than this, but yep. now we know. Yeah, absolutely. And like, well, oh, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I, I was uh, wondering if I should um, uh, advance the slide or? Oh, that's, I think that's the last slide, but uh, just some additional questions that Brian could answer for us. Um, sure. What advice would you give to landlords to have a home that's about to become vacant or with a tenant coming up for renewal? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we kind of touched on this earlier, but if you do have a home that's coming up for renewal, uh, work to renew that tenant as, as best you can and do really whatever it takes to get a renewal. Um, we're still seeing homes rent uh, quickly as of now, we haven't really seen an effect on the rental market, but we do expect that to change in the coming months. Uh, we're not sure if there's going to be another stimulus package coming out and you know, that, that could have had an effect on the April rents that we collected. Uh, so, you know, in, in the end, we're expecting to see the rental market, uh, maybe take a, a quick, uh, downturn, uh, in, in regards to, uh, the number of homes that will be vacant and looking for tenants. So that could increase the days on the market. Uh, in addition, you know, with all that competition, that could also lower rents potentially uh, because there's so many homes that need to be rented and less tenants that are able to rent them uh, and, you know, all of that combined. So if you have a tenant who's up for renewal, work to get them renewed. Maybe don't do a rent increase. Uh, maybe offer them some sort of uh, incentive. Uh, so, so work, you know, go for the renewal if you can. For those of you that have a home that's currently on the market or, or is, you know, the tenant's moving out, you need to get it listed for rent, do it as soon as possible. Uh, you know, don't, don't hold on to it for a couple more weeks and see what happens. Uh, I've talked to some landlords who are doing that and I've, I've you know, talked to them, it's, it's not a good idea. Uh, right now is the time to get your property rented because in a month or two, when some of these people still haven't gone back to work, because uh, there, there certainly will be some who are still out of work, uh, you know, their situation is going to be even more dire, uh, they're you know going to be even less able to pay rent. So uh, we want to make sure that we're 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 getting while the getting's good, if you will, and uh, find a good tenant now while you still can. Right. So there are still people actually looking for houses, looking for places to rent, and you know what are some of the technologies available that would allow for contactless uh, showings? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of, um, you know, if you're managing a property yourself and you have to go out there and show the property every time someone wants to see it, uh, you know, right now that's not something that you'd want to do really. You know, you don't want to put yourself at risk. You don't want to put your family at risk and go meet 10 people and spend an hour with them in a, in a, in a home. Uh, so there's, there's plenty of technologies out there. There's one, uh, one in particular uh, are, are digital log boxes. <clears throat> and there's, there's several different companies that produce them. Uh, we use ones uh, by a company called Codebox, and what it is is it's a you know a digital lockbox. You can 
uh, a potential tenant can call in for, for RentWorks anyway. What, what they'll do is they'll call into our office. Uh, they'll say, I'd like to see the property at whatever address. We will collect a, a picture of their photo ID, uh, a picture of them, and also a valid credit card. So <clears throat> we know who they are. You know, we have their driver's license. Uh, we have a credit card on file. So you know, we have some, some skin in the game. Uh, they go in, they view the property, uh, use punching in a, a code under the lockbox that's only valid for a couple hours. Uh, they do their walkthrough, they put the keys back, and, and they can apply online. Uh, so if you're a self-managing landlord, <clears throat> you know, that technology is available to you. You don't have to go show the property. Uh, and beyond that, if you are, you know, want to avoid the showing process altogether, there are also, you know, 3D home tours. And we use a program at RentWorks called Matterport, uh, where it creates an entire, and Steve shaking his head, it seems like you probably use it before too. Uh, but it creates a, a dollhouse view of, uh, you know, of the property. And you can go into each room. Uh, you can add notes about the property. You know, hey, this is a whirlpool tub whenever they get into the bathroom. Uh, so really cool technology. And, and we've seen uh, tenants rent properties without even seeing it uh, because they saw that Matterboard tour. Uh, so there's a lot of things out there for you. But if anyone has any questions on uh, what they can do, just reach out to us. And we're happy to help. Great. So there's actually... You know, a new normal now that there are a lot of changes in terms of the, you know, getting a, a new house rented or getting a loan application. And due to the rapid changes and uncertainties of the coming months, it would be good that you have a property manager, right? So, what do you think are the benefits of having a, a property manager at this time? Yeah. Uh, there, it's, there's more of a benefit now than there really ever has been. Uh, you know, those, those of you out there managing your own properties who, you know, things have been easy. Your tenants pay rents on time. You know, you, there's, there's plenty of tenants out there looking for properties. Uh, and, you know, as long as there's no maintenance issues, things can kind of run smoothly for a while. Uh, but right now, a lot of landlords, apparently 31%, uh, are, are wondering where the rent payment is. And they, they're trying to navigate these new laws that are changing every week every day in some cases, and that's not your full-time job. Uh, you know, so you're not gonna be as good at, at it as someone or someone or a company whose who's only profession is to manage properties. Uh, so really, you're, you're kind of hurting yourself in two ways. You're hurting yourself because you're not, you're not providing the best service to your property and your investment that you could. Uh, and then on the other hand, you're wasting time that could be spent on, you know, what's your, your, your main job, focused on finding another property, spending time with your family, whatever it is, uh, you know, you gotta kind of look at it, the opportunity cost of you going and trying to figure this all out on your own and not really doing a good job compared to, you know, working on what makes you money or what makes you happy. Uh, so a, a lot of, you know, reasons to, to work with a property manager, uh, especially at this time, and especially it's, it's tough to call a tenant you've had for years and, and tell them, you know, hey, I need you to pay rent, I need it now. Uh, and, and that's where, you know, working with a professional helps. Uh, and, and the last thing I'll leave you with is when you have a good property manager, uh, they actually end up paying for themselves. And that's, that's something that we, we work towards at my works. And the way you do that is, is lower days on the market. We get homes rented faster than you would if you did it on your own. We typically get a higher market value. So we're getting you more money each month. Uh, your tenants will typically stay longer because they feel taken care of and the maintenance is handled on time. Uh, and, and that saves you time on the market and vacancy uh, and, and a ton of other things. So if you're looking for, you know, if you're looking to cut costs and manage a property yourself, 
in most cases, you're doing yourself a disservice that's actually costing you more. That answers so much. And uh, what about you, Steve? Go. Yes, I would like to uh, add a little bit. Uh, if everyone could please share, you know, if you're a landlord, what is your percentage of a collection? I just want to know. Very, very curious. Uh, I've, I've been talking to, to a couple of people. Some people are, they feel good, you know, all their attendants pay on time. Uh, some some uh, uh, landlords, I can I can see that there's uh, there's some stress. So I just kind of want to know, you know, how's everybody doing? If you're a landlord, could you please share some of these numbers? I'm very curious. So uh, so please share uh, on the chat. You know, welcome everybody to engage with us. Um, let me encourage everybody to engage with us. Uh, so every month, oh, excuse me, every week now, every week. We're picking one drawing for the deal finding uh, suite. Okay, it's a one month value. And as you see, it's $159 a month. We, every week we do a raffle and we uh, draw somebody on, uh, on a couple of things. So we talk about attendees. So if you're an attendee for an event, you get a ticket. Uh, if you have engaged with us, you get an extra ticket. If you ask questions, it's an extra ticket. If you answer surveys, it's an extra ticket. Um, and um, if you share this event, you know, like this event is so cool. Uh, I would really love for everybody to uh, help us spread the word. And, um, and, you know, if you like it, you know, make sure more people know. Um, and so uh, we can, and we also want your ideas, you know, let us know what to research on. You know, if you like something like this, you know, give us ideas. You know, uh, the more uh, feedback we get, the more uh, more awesome this this uh, this segment is gonna be. And then we are really looking forward to coming on Thursdays and like uh, looking at this. You know, learn something new, Q and A, all that good stuff. We have um, one response. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go uh, go ahead, Shirley. Uh, that was ninety percent. Uh, the tenant was late prior to COVID, but ninety percent seems to be a good collection rate. Oh yeah, that's that's very nice. Uh, thank you for sharing, Maxi. Uh, okay, so I want to share with you guys uh, a little bit about um, uh, you know this crisis, how to turn the crisis into opportunity for a little bit, and then we'll open up for online networking. Um, look at this from a long-term perspective. You know, I know it's hard, uh, but if we can step back a little bit you know this is the historical that what they call black swan event like all these ripple effects and we're just learning about it like if we're very curious about the world uh we can learn a lot of things so we, we, we kind of want to keep learning um uh, we do these webinars we are committed to do 20 to 30 webinar series this quarter uh and we'll have uh, all those content in a uh, kind of evergreen platform for everybody so uh so stay tuned you know this is the time to learn uh, I was looking at, um, I thought I heard Harvard was giving um, some free online courses for free, so I looked it up. Uh, you know, like, this is the time for me to learn. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, a book club, book club meeting, you know, read with, with us. We are only on chapter four. And it's okay, you know, just join. You, when you get kind of interested in the, in the content, then you can read. Uh, it, it's okay to kind of join uh, out of turn uh, because it's just one chapter. It's like, you know, uh, we, we talk about how, how to apply, you know, some of these habits that we learn to life and to our business. I think that's a really good show. Uh, practice, 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 practice. If you are, um, 
you know, again, depending on, on, on what you do and what you see is important um, uh, for landlords. Uh, uh, maybe it's practicing how to be the tough guy. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's practicing on uh, the, the legal, you know, reading all the legal document personally. Um, it's better to have somebody else uh, uh, do it for me. Um, uh, but you know, like practice, you have to be best at your craft. Um, and then also double down on marketing. You know, it's all about uh, marketing. So here we're talking about, you know, two things, right? It could be, it could still be acquiring properties, you know, if we get the right timing uh, and also the right uh, margin, uh, I think it can be good. Uh, so you, can, you may still want to acquire. And if you have a vacant property that you want to, to do this, you know, like really, really invest in having really good tenants. I think the, the best tenants that you get will save you a lot if you can pick the right one. Guys, this is a new way of life. So thank you so much for joining us and uh, participating uh, at this. You know, uh, I think uh, with all these info, we can all be pioneers in what we do. Uh, I think that's, that's a hope. And so uh, new way working from home, right? that's a new trend. Unless, uh, you know, I think a new trend for, for most people, not everybody. Uh, there are new economic trends. You know, we talk about the supply chain delay, you know, all the masks, uh, supply chain, you know, all the, all those uh, equipment. And uh, that's just one example of everything else on the supply chain that's been delayed. There's so many, uh, you know, the oil, oil prices. Oh my goodness. Um, very interesting to see. And I think people are going to learn more and more that uh, real estate investing is the way to go because it's actually the most uh, stable. You know, if I run a comp now, I don't think the value has dropped uh, that much. Actually, there's a lower inventory right now than before uh, before the coronavirus. What we're learning is that um, uh, there are less sellers, but also less buyers. And so the, it's, it's lower. Um, uh, home prices, uh, investment opportunities. You know, this is a, you know, if you can pick the right timing. I'm, I don't know what the timing is. You have to decide for yourself, but based on your risk tolerance, right? Uh, this is a really good time to acquire more properties. You know, we're looking at, you know, a lot of billionaires being created um, uh, in this downturn. All right. So it's about being smart. And then this is the age of automation. The more automation we have, the better. Talk about technology with Matterport. Uh, so cool. And uh, we're, we're learning about a lot of different technology. So, you know, get, uh, the more automation, the better. And actually this is very good because if other people do it for you, right? That's automation. If other people do it for you, you don't need to worry about it. Um, and then you are more efficient. Uh, so I think we're also kind of learning that. So anytime you can, uh, outsource and get a lot of return, it's a, uh, it's a good thing to do. So, oh, I, maybe I didn't show you the, the, the pricing. So uh, practice, you know, run comps. There is actually a real estate IQ.co community. It's free to join. Uh, these are the more specific tools for folks that are, uh, you know, more serious about real estate investing. You know, you can run comps so you know the market value all the time. Uh, you, and you can find deals. We're offering a special discount for the annual plan. You know, we are long-term uh, investors, you know, this is the time to actually commit and start practicing. You know, it's very cheap. We have a lot of successful clients. Uh, this was, this is one, this is one of our earliest clients. Uh, her name is Leah. She actually has taught, uh, webinars for us. 
Um, and at, at first she was very, very skeptical. She's like, man, you say there's deals and this is a deal. This is a part of the module that finds deals on the MLS. You know, talk about finding rental deals. You can find a lot of deals on, uh, on the MLS. Uh, so here on MLS deal finder, uh, we are finding a, a deal that's a good flip. Um, uh, Lee uh, signed up, came to training uh, within three days, and every day she pings me. She's like, not a good deal yet. Not having won one yet, haven't won one yet. And uh, within a week she did it because she's uh, she, she has already have kind of the process going. So she, she's a power user uh, and she's able to, uh, uh, to profit a lot. So it's about you know, learning how to use it and become a power user and you can find a lot of success. And you can buy deals. Okay, so I'm gonna have to play our testimonial. All right guys, I'm here with Jordan at the uh, train event and Jordan just told me he found a lot of success with Real CIQ, so Jordan, tell us more. So what we did, we actually took all the data that you was giving us for the low monthly subscription. We took all of that, and what we do is we actually go skip tracing and find deals. This month alone, we closed on two deals that actually paid for real estate. Doc. One was for um, 55000 the other one was for eight grand. So, hey, we're rocking and rolling. Oh, wow. So how much, uh, how much have you made with the system so far? Uh, a lot of money. A lot, a lot of, money. of money. Even if I didn't make it, I saved it because I had to drop by everybody else and I was getting my data from because you just offered the most bang for your buck, for sure. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And we're looking for more future success from you, Jordan. Thank you so much. All right. So I think kind of the key here is, uh, you know, we give a lot of value. We're big believers of 10x value. You know, whatever we give you, even just by... Uh, the data and what you're getting uh, uh, value standpoint, you are going to really feel the value. You know, we're very value-driven people. You know, we're freaking investors. <laughs> we want value. So we want to give you a lot of value um, and we want you to uh, become a lifetime client and give you a really good customer service. Like we said uh, earlier, customer service uh, is the name of the game. So help us improve our customer service as well if you see any improvements, uh, opportunities. Um, uh, you can win deals, right? Uh, and we have a lot of education. Uh, we partner with a lot of good educators to give a good education for everyone so you can find success. So I remember our mission is to align with you really well and uh, making sure you can find freedom and success. We're all chasing that together. Uh, to get started, 844 929, excuse me, 844-929-DEAL. Uh, there's also a link here. If you go to realsayiq.co demo, I, I also recommend visiting our website, realsayiq.co. Really cool community. We want you to be to joining uh, and being a part of the community. Um, you know, we've been kind of cooped up for uh, more than a month, right? You know, it gets, uh, you know, I, I crave social interaction. Uh, so uh, uh, please, you know, join our community. You know, we're a part of the Real Estate IQ uh, community, investing community. Uh, uh, let's help, let's grow, let's form more connections. So uh, with that said, I'm going to uh, move on to our uh, 
uh, next uh, online dev, uh, online networking portion. Oh, okay. So one more. Uh, we have so sorry. We have a passive investment opportunity uh, uh, platform that we're creating. So if you guys want to learn more about this form um, and uh, marketing team, we've, okay, we already got the survey, so we're good. If you are also interested in visiting, you know, you can uh, fill out the form here. So we'll share the link uh, also. Okay, so it's networking time. Uh, mm -hmm. Usually what we do uh, with this uh, hour or uh, the rest of the time is that we'll uh, turn everybody to, um, to the uh, uh, kind of panelist site um, and uh, if you would like to stay and kind of learn about, learn from each other, learn about e uh, each other, exchange um, uh, contact information, I strongly uh, encourage you to do that. So uh, we're gonna turn everybody into a uh, panelist. Um, and what we do is um, we'll take turns and share more about uh, yourself. And if you have questions, you know, this is the time to ask questions. Um, and, um, uh, uh, what else? And um, the best way to win trust is turning on your camera. So I would recommend that you turn on your camera as well. Uh, and also share your phone number and email address on the chat with your name. So you can connect after. Um, and then finally, uh, it is uh, let us know what you're looking for. So introduce yourself, what you're looking for, and then put your contact information uh, on the chat. And while we're while they're transferring the participants, I'd like to thank Brian for his time and answering all our questions about managing properties. Yes, thank you for helping us learn. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'll stay on here for a little bit to network with everyone. So if they have any questions about rental properties or property management, happy to answer them. Yeah. Um, and um, Brian, do you could you put your phone number and information to the chat? Yeah, absolutely. Typing it in right now, actually. Yeah, let's make sure everybody uh, can get your information so you can connect. You know, everything is about connection. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great rest of the week. For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.